In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There was a great multitude which no one could number. In our epistle this morning, we hear the great vision that God gave to St. John, and the, uh, the Apostle of Heaven of the life of heaven, of the throne of God, surrounded by those continually worshipping. We hear tribe after tribe of the people of Israel who are in heaven, and then this great multitude which no one could number. But who are they? These are the saints, those who have followed Christ through life and have found victory in him in death. It's a sign to us that all of us are called to holiness. This is a multitude beyond number, that by our baptism, Christ calls each one of us to the life of heaven. Today we celebrate the feast of all saints, the feast of the saints we know, those who we can name, those whose images adorn our church, but also the, saint, the feast of the saints we don't know, those who haven't been officially canonized, but those who still live in the presence of God in heaven. Maybe some we have known on earth, but we don't know who are rejoicing with God in heaven now. The, this great multitude, there are three things which mark them out. They have a sign on their forehead, they're dressed in white robes, and they hold a palm of victory in their hands. When you were a baby and you were baptised, one of the first things the priest did was to mark a cross on your head. To claim you for Christ. You belong to him. Those who dwell in heaven, those who we see in the vision of the apocalypse, belong to Christ. They are claimed by him. But this mark isn't just some symbol. They lived their lives in a way that showed they belonged to Christ, a way that's laid out for us in the Beatitudes in the Gospel today. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for example, those who don't rely simply on material things. So they belong to Christ by their way of life. They're dressed in white robes. Again, when you were a baby, when you were baptized, or maybe as an adult, you were dressed in a white robe as a sign of the life of grace that you're clothed in by the sacrament of baptism. When priests are on the altar, they wear a white alb or a cotter as a sign of baptismal grace. And in heaven, the same thing. You may know that traditionally when people die, they're dressed in a white shroud in their coffin as a sign of the life of grace, of this baptismal grace, which is, as it were, the passport to the life of heaven. So the next thing that's important for holiness is the life of grace. And thirdly, the third thing they hold is the palm of victory. Specifically for martyrs, those who have given their life for Christ, as mentioned in the Beatitude, blessed are those who suffer for the sake of righteousness. But all of us have to live a spiritual combat, fighting against those things which lead us away from Christ, as the scriptures tell us 
the world, the flesh, and the devil, the world whose values are different to those of our Lord's teaching. The evil one who wants to lead us away from the Lord and the flesh, ourselves, those desires within ourselves that are contrary to the teaching of the gospel. And each day is a spiritual battle to put those things aside and to put into practice the teaching of Jesus Christ. Three things that the saints in heaven are marked with, but three things each one of us must undertake in our call to holiness, to put into practice the teaching of Christ, to be marked by the way we lead our lives as his follower, to maintain the state of grace, and to engage each day in this spiritual combat to fight to follow Christ. There are two things we ask today as we celebrate the Feast of All Saints. We seek the intercession of those who have gone before us and now rejoice in the life of heaven. But we also seek their example and their encouragement that we too might put into practice this radical life of following Christ. A life that's open to all of us. This call to holiness is rooted in our baptism which each one of us have received. It's a high calling that God gives us. Be perfect as the heavenly Father is perfect. It's a high calling, but one that is possible with God's grace. The path is described for us in the Beatitudes today. So maybe it's worth time looking at them, looking at today's gospel and thinking, how do we live out these Beatitudes? They might seem impossible, but they're not. Each of the Beatitudes is supported by a virtue and by a gift of the Holy Spirit. God gives us what we need to become a saint. So today, we seek their intercession, that we might follow their example, and one day rejoice with them among that great multitude before the throne of God in heaven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.